and this is like the worst shot ever compared to like what we normally do. So it's going to be like just implied that we're in the room. Here, we might as well press record since I've got the camera recording. Can I get more Steve in my mix? Um, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't want to mess with it too much. I don't know how these work yet. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Da da da. Do you want to okay. just count it? I will follow your. Don't I just count it so I know when you're going to start, and then I'll switch to whatever tempo you actually sing. <laughs> We've Jesus. never had this problem before. I swear. We've never tried it before. I don't know. One, two, three, four. Da 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 da. da. at us like we're crazy hi i'm ryan <laughs> i'm steve and this is phil mcknight uh he's got a little channel he just started you can go subscribe to him we'll have a link down below because he's he's hard to find on the internet and this is exactly he said a bunch of stuff and that this is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the last day of uh, gear fest and we're a little bit loose we're a little bit slap happy yes Oh man, my voice feels dry and wrecked. It also has like this sexy kind of like NPR quality to it right now. I think I learned if you drink enough coffee, your throat feels like you smoked a pack of cigarettes. I think the gate's catching you, Weirfield. You're, let's let's get you a little closer. Oh yeah. Is that, oh my Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Usually, usually I go on your show, or we go on your show, and then your audience hates it. I don't. I don't want to be a jerk, but Mackie, this is now B stock, Mike. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's getting shipped to us. Yeah. So. We're, no, we're gonna have you sign it, and we're gonna auction that off. This oh hell got yeah! Phil DNA on it now. <laughs> and then it's which gonna, one was the one Phil used? The coffee breath it's one. And right, it's gonna right. get. Uh, it's gonna get purchased by someone who's gonna start making Phil clones. Oh man, just what we need, you know? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's start off with an ad. Who is this from? From Matt. Uh, Matt Carnavali. Carnavali. This is uh, in Laval, Canada. Paul Reed Smith calendar, 2009. Private stock, new sealed, never opened. It is $28.45 <laughs> after an 11% price drop. Paul Reed Smith, I mean, literally, the, oh, please see my other listings for PRS and Gibson catalogs and brochures. <laughs> got I would combine for freight. You could combine for freight. Uh, all right. Is there a collector's market? I, I actually. There can't be. Can, can we, can we, before you start, yeah. can we just acknowledge the 1889 shipping price? No. No. Come on. What? This is a $50 out-of-date calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it shipping from Canada? <laughs> oh, great. Going to have to pay, like, duties and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> for a calendar? You can't, you, you're going to have to wait, like, a billion years for the dates to line up again. <laughs> He's like, I had to go bare bones at $30 because, you know, shipping. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, you know how hard it is to ship flat things, <laughs> calendar-shaped objects? It's nearly impossible. This should actually... Well, I mean, I don't know how Canada works. I Literally, I don't. I don't On the metric system. That's true. <laughs> this is like... Uh, but I, what I was going to say is this could be... If this was in the U.S., it could be sent for media mail, which is like $3 for anything. Yeah, you know, they're they're trying to eke a little bit more profit out of a false <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of handling rate. in that shipping price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It Too says much it, handling, honestly. And then it says it's nine eighty eight shipping when combined. I don't know what that means. Does that mean if I buy two calendars, my shipping price goes down? Yes. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. N- that price per if item. You, oh, per. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if, still, if you buy a, a hundred out of date calendars, they're free. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I get that. Like, okay, okay. Here's guitars from PRS 2009. Here's like the beauty shots, like you know, centerfold quality, <laughs> like dream guitars or whatever. You're essentially buying photographs because the calendar is worthless at this point. Who cares what day Flag Day landed on in 2009 if you're living in 2023? You, you know, you're just you're buying photographs. I Twelve think- photographs for fifty dollars. Like you could just buy a couple of Guitar World magazines and cut out the ads, right? <laughs> I think this catalog will be usable again, or this calendar oh, will be usable again out. in 2033. You think everything will line up then? Is it every six years? I have no idea, dude. I thought it was a billion. Or no, so, uh, 2027 maybe? There's a point where like the calendar just repeats itself. Oh, I so forgot. this is actually an investment. This yeah. is an investment in, in the future. In, yeah. Investment in the future. You know what? All these guitars will be vintage by the time that you can use yeah. the calendar again. Yeah. Vintage PRS. Con- what the hell is this thing that doesn't have a PRS headstock? I, there's... What thing? Wait, the, what thing? The, the, the photographs... This thing. That That's a PRS. That, they have an, that's another PRS-style headstock they make. Oh, okay. Actually, there there is they one... They use that pretty uncommonly, but often enough. I do think it's interesting that this has all of, like has what one two, one two I think three single cuts in here that were the single cut shape that they got Gibsoned over. I oh, believe. maybe that's why yeah, it's worth but that's so not, much. But this is what year? Two thousand two thousand nine. So it would be in. Before. They had already won by then. They'd already won oh. just barely, but yeah. Oh, they so this won is the their victory year. lap. Yeah, you can tell. Um, a little fun fact: you can tell if you want to know when PRS won. Because as soon as Paul Reed Smith won the lawsuit against Gibson for the single cut, that's when the 245 came out with literally putting the switch where the, the oh. and the knobs. They 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 literally their victory lap was oh, and now it has everything just and the two part bridge everything. They just like like all right, guys, you're gonna get it now. Right, they gave, right, it, they right. gave it to Gibson like we're gonna just gonna copy everything. Right, we're moving the switch. Suck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I you're you're an enjoyer of of PRSs. Yeah. Is there? Do you feel like there's any collector's value here? Because to me, it just this is just nonsense. I mean, there's maybe twelve dudes who would like a picture of their guitar. <laughs> it's like I bought that guitar. <laughs> yeah. I could buy like, this and have <laughs> have a nice photo of it. Uh, I you know I don't think so. But we also live in a world where, like, an old Martin guitar box goes for money. Yeah, the cardboard box. I think uh, I like the story. I just share it. My mother, when she retired, she she bought a BMW. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a big deal. She was like, she bought yeah. this BMW. Seemed, you know, like I had made it. She, you know, all her years of service, so to speak. And um, my mother, who never wore a hat once in her entire life, because her hair was always done nice, uh, uh, <laughs> went to her house one day and she had a BMW ball cap on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why do you have a BMW ball cap? And she goes, oh, I went to have the car washed and they had them in the in the gift shop. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, and that's when I had this epiphany that when you buy something that is so intimately special or iconic or something that has level of achievement to it 
It's not mm. just like, oh, I like this. It's, you know, I, I've worked forever for the airline and now I'm going to retire and I'm going to get this right class, you know, this car. That endorphin hit, like, how do you get that again? You can't just yeah, go yeah. back and buy another car. They can't, you can't buy another private stock, right? I mean, you could, but, you know. So I think this ties into. I need to buy more crap. What other crap can I buy mm -hmm. that right. connects me back to that? But I understand buying a current calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that. Yeah. I do get that. But once <laughs> you're past, like, you know, I have calendars. I have a calendar hanging up in my garage that is probably from 2007 because <laughs> I'd never used it and I never bothered to take it down. But buying it out of date, when I put it up, it was in date, you know? <laughs> no, this stuff should, should be at... Uh... Like a discount bin somewhere. This is just a. I think this is just a guy trying. He's trying. Do yeah. You ever, do you ever look at like old catalogs though? Like I find myself looking for old like old Gibson catalogs, old Fender catalogs online, and it for us like I've almost bought them or paid for subscription services to access because I think there's a couple websites that that uh, archive them. Yeah, PDFs. They're awesome. Yeah, all the Ibanez but ones. You, and... But you have to pay like. I think like 10 bucks a month or something to access the archive. And I don't use it enough for that. Imagine, imagine looking through a calendar in like 1997 as a kid. And then you comes from the future through a portal. I was like, enjoy it now. Cause you're going to have to pay 10 bucks to look at that in 30 right. years. Well, like the, ca <laughs> the, the, the calendar is not there, but like for the purposes of this show, there's definitely been times where I'm like, Hey, I know, I know. Uh, Oh, what was this? What? How much did this cost in 1982? And I'm like, well, I could tell you if I wanted to pay ten bucks a month for access to Jedi Star or whatever the hell. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this, but someone, someone's probably going to buy it. Someone's probably looking at. You know what it is? This is for the person who's trying to collect all the PRS calendars, and they're missing that year. That's a collection thing because that's. It, it's not about how then they're going to keep it in plastic, you know. It's like a collectible toy. They're not going to they're not going to dare let air touch those calendar pages and they're never going to crack it open. Like the fact of having it is the reason to have it, you know. Which is well, still ridiculous. Well, think about this. Maybe it's something we don't understand because um I'm trying to think now. Paul Paul Smith guitars Gene will send me every Christmas like a calendar and ornament and a couple things, which is always nice. Mm -hmm. Um but now that I think about it, I never really put a whole thought, a lot of thought into it. Ibanez doesn't have a calendar. Neither does Jackson. This vendor might. <laughs> I like, never now, thought to check. Yeah, like I have we're, a phone. Maybe, maybe we don't know because it didn't occur to me just now. There's like, is there a Gretsch catalog? Like, is it? It might be this. Uh, there might be a Paul Reed Smith catalog group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. A, right, like, this, yeah, this is a, like a thing that we just don't know about, right? You know, with the calendar is a neat idea, but I want to see like a Martin Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> I want to see a uh, Fender Tide chart. You know, <laughs> there's other sorts of books and documents that these companies can be printing out for us. Yes, I could see you know certain brands like uh, Martin Farmer's Almanac kind of makes sense. It does, yeah. And the and the mm. the Fender Tide Chart one definitely that makes definitely sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. Guy picks up a guitar, strums it, and he's like, oh, that must have been a dry year. Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> this says I should uh, focus on planting beets. <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is this guitar on the cover? Does anybody know? Which one? I bet Phil knows right away. This one. Um that looks like I gotta look. It's tough. Um, 
It looks like a... I don't know. It's not even a PRS. No, it is. <laughs> it is. It's not the... It's, I mean, I don't think it's a Mira. It could be a Santana, one of the Santana ones. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the thing with private stock. Just like that headstock you didn't recognize right away. They yeah. can go a little yeah. off, off oh, okay. you know, a little bit off that. Um, and they'll use like uh, one of the standard designs, but in, you know, sure. like, like well, do, it could be a mirror stuff. with a, 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 a maple cap, right? Where they wouldn't do that in the production. Totally. Yeah. Do they make the mirror in 2001? Yeah, because the mirror, the mirror was the mirror and the Starlet were, uh, uh, I believe, it was a Joe Nags project, and he, oh, okay. and they did it as core guitars. Those essentially were the predate of S two. Like, hey, we right. because they had, if you remember, they had the C, the Boltons mm -hmm. back in the day. They got rid of those, and then they were doing the standards and customs, which were standards with no maple cap. So for a while, for a long time, like eighties, nineties, you could get PRSs that weren't ornate over the top right. more like i was like lincoln park the band you watch they play a lot of the non ornate like right. crazy right they always played like the boltons or the just yeah. the maple cap or not maple cap the I mahogany mean, lincoln oh. park must have sold a billion ces right right and and then they got rid of those and then when the mirror and the starlet came out that was like their first like okay this is gonna be our gotcha more affordable the mirror if i recall uh, and the Starlet were $1,300 street price at yeah. the time, which was, I mean, a core at that time was 28 So, I mean, half, less than half, you know, right? Um, and then uh, that turned into S2 or whatever, S2, and then mm. they got rid of that. So what do we think? What uh, what would we pay for this thing? They they want $50 after shipping. I, I would not buy If someone handed it to me for free, I'd be like... When they're not looking, I'm going to find a trash can. <laughs> so I'm not going to keep an out-of-date calendar. Like you would have to have, you know, like a pretty serious novelty calendar that I was really interested in. The pictures were like, yeah, I'd cut that out and frame it for me to walk away with an out-of-date calendar. You know, I don't know. Like I said, private stock to me is such a there's like PRS, like all guitar companies, right? Mm -hmm. I I like PRS quality. Like I like the goal of the company to make good guitars. I'm not into exotic, the, what I call the furniture guitars. Right. You know, you're like, wow, that's a beautiful piece of wood. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can really see the tone in that wood. Yeah. Cause that, uh, my love of Paul Reed Smith guitars uh, is more in that the CEs, right. the, the S2s, the mirrors, like the, cause the quality is there, but not the over the top stuff. Private stock eludes me on every level mm -hmm. um, to the point where, I don't understand. They're, they sell them like crazy. You don't want to pay like six thousand plus. For oh, they're a not six, man. They're ten. They're ten. That's what they start. <laughs> ten, twelve. Inflation's a bitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I no, used to I be able all, to afford I think that. Like now always they're too expensive. You know. Like, <laughs> yeah. This, you know what? This year I only buy one. Last year I bought two. You know, the inflation. Jeez. Yeah. You know, here's my thought on this. If you have an old calendar that you want to be thrown in the trash, but you can't personally deal with throwing it in the trash, 
Send it to Ryan. <laughs> no. Address is down in the description. I don't, I don't use calendars even when it made sense to use calendars. I, I, we're I gonna phone. Uh, hopefully we get a stack of calendars in the stop, mail. And during stop. what's new, don't in, waste, in about a month from now, we're just going to be opening calendars. Don't waste the mailman's time with calendars. And no, Steve, I'm not going to edit our, our UPS box up here. No it's way. It's in the description. Uh, people don't know how to read. Don't do it. Uh, what if... <laughs> I know it's on Reaver, but what if there's a person who collects every calendar from one that from every year? Like, like it's a significant like, year for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like every time they see a 2009, they're like, like yeah, yeah, that that was the year everything changed for me. Yeah, I'm getting calendar. I'm getting every calendar from that. And year. They, they open them up and they just circle that date. Like there's the date. Uh, yeah. that, no, no, they're like, this is my son's birth year. Right. Yeah. And every every yeah. year they oh it, they, you, you give them a calendar from their birth year. Like it's such a it's a weird but like weirdly fun disposable gift. Like here you go from your birth year. I've always wanted to have a birth year guitar, yeah. like a nineteen eighty one something that I want. You know, yes. I, I just think it would be fun and special. I have I have gear that's close to that. Like I think I have a pedal that's like a nineteen eighty two or something like that. What nineteen eighty one guitar would you want? Uh, well, I'd really want one of the Fender Bullets, like oh, okay. one of the yeah. metal pickguard yeah. ones, like. I almost got one recently and I missed it. It was on Craigslist for 200 bucks and disappeared before I could get it. But I, I'd love to have one, something kind of quirky and, and weird like that. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd settle for something that, <laughs> that I didn't like just because it's my birth year guitar. 1981 Gibson Sonics. You know what? That's not bad. Yeah, I, That's quirky I, enough. I feel like a Sonics or a Marauder is like really up your alley. Yeah, I, I could probably just afford some weird Washburn, though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have 20, 36 frets. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> some knockoff Floyd Rose. Yeah. <laughs> it's missing half the parts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're missing whammy parts, go to whammyparts.com. Yeah, our newest sponsor. It's definitely Not a, a real sponsor, place. But that is, it is a real place. Is it? Yeah, whammyparts.com. Uh, I guess anything could be real. Like... I, look, I looked it up earlier. Why? Because I was having a conversation with Hunter, and he Does was it sell uh, wham- with, with uh, uh, Hunter Angle, Agufish, uh-huh. and because he has some weird, uh, I forget, Gibson Gibson guitar with the, some weird Gibson, uh, I think, Cowler-made oh, trim okay. or something that they only used for one year. And he can't find the parts for it. And that site exists and sells guitar whammy parts. Yeah, they sell all of the Fender System parts. I can't believe it. Fender System 1, Fender System 2, Fender System 3, a bunch of different versions of Cowler and, and uh, Washburn and whatever parts. They, hmm. they machine the screws and whatever. Oh, by I, the I way, think. by the way, Phil, something to keep in mind, what we're doing this year on the show is we do three ads. And at the end of the show, we pick a winner. And that winner... Because the, all these are crowdsourced, they're sent by viewers. Right. Uh, that winner wins a $25 gift certificate to the retailer of their choice, international. And we should stop calling them certificates. There's we. It's digital. Official you just get a code. Digital certificates. <laughs> anyway, and that's and that's paid for. Thanks. Handwritten for, by Steve. Yeah. Watch watch this segue. Well, hand. hand typed in your email address into the website you will be interacting with steve personally yeah getting your information actually that part is accurate yeah you want to have personal interaction with steve enter to win by sending us advertisements so we don't have to do any work and watch this segue that's paid for our patreon Mm -hmm. if you'd like to join our patreon you can head on over to 
patreon.com slash 60 cycle homecast where for as little as a dollar a month or as much as like a paycheck a month you give us your whole uh, paycheck this isn't a cult it's just a podcast don't worry about it you can support the production of this program and other things that go on on the channel don't give us your whole paycheck please don't like like financially like do anything detrimental to your life supporting us like i don't want that (laughs) a dollar is fine if you want to give 10 that's fantastic and you can quit whenever you want there's no pressure we're not going to make fun of you not not on, on I don't air. I we I don't even track it. People there are people who are still on the scroll who stopped giving like six months ago. Yeah. Because I haven't been tracking it. Yeah. Also I right know right now half to some Yeah, know. yeah. No, oh. no one's supporting us anymore, but All, we're pretending. Also, I know I, I owe a few people some packages. So All right, sorry. Sorry. You want uh, you just want to run through the sponsors really yeah, quick too? This get shows it over also with? this show's also brought to everybody by Stringjoy. Thank you, Stringjoy. They make strings, they make strings that are sold here at Sweetwater. We should say we're at Sweet Did you say that earlier? Yeah, we're, we're at, at Gearfest. Sweet, we're at Gearfest. Sweetwater. Our, uh, our last episode here. Uh so Stringjoy strings are sold through Sweetwater. Here's what I would recommend if you're buying a new guitar from Sweetwater. You can request that they put Stringjoy strings on your guitar can before you? Yes, you can. Wow. Uh, before you I just learned you. that, because I on just the learned that on the tour. Uh, the other thing I would recommend, uh, what or what I would recommend, open the door oh, faster. I told, the him showed up. I told him to do it for comedic effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Eller is coming in. Uh, is that a good one? That's a good one. Yeah. There? yeah, yeah, that's okay. perfect. Okay. It's nice and clean. What's up, hunks? Hey, the uh, jump on there, jump on that mic. Here, here's an iPad for you. Hello, 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 professional podcasting partner. Uh, your good buddy Uncle Ben Eller here. Put on your can so you can hear how loud you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let oh me. Oh my f- god, these are roasting, dude. Yeah. They're so loud. Yeah, but it was a soothing. Cut me tone. down. Cut me down. Dang. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Hey, oh gosh, now, that sounds great. Uh, can I finish? Yes, please. Steve, can I finish? please finish. Can, can I finish? Yes. Uh, but if you're not buying, if you're not putting them on a guitar that you bought from Sweetwater, use the link below. Uh, it's a, a referral link to string joy and then use code H U M at checkout for 10% off on those string joy strings. This episode is also brought to y'all by chase bliss, who I still keep calling chase bliss audio, even though they drop the audio, even though They're they all still make audio now. products, chase bliss sense. Hmm. It's just chase bliss.com. They make pedals such as the mood mark two, the Therme and uh, the the Habit, and it's a lot easier when I have the catalog in front of me. <laughs> they make so many pedals, the Gravitas. I don't they make so many pedals that we know that and love, and everyone appreciates them and dreams about them and puts them on their Christmas list. Put together a Christmas list, put all Chase with pedals on there. If you don't get it for Christmas, then throw a huge fit, make it everybody's problem in your family, and then you'll get them for your birthday. Nice. Yeah. Pro mm. tips. Yeah. So we are done with the PRS calendar. What's the next ad you, that you are going to take us into? Uh, the modded Pro Lead Two. All right, let's do the modded. Here we pro go. Lead. Have you ever two. watched or listened to the show, Ben? No, I'm not. First time listener. Okay. <laughs> he, he watches entertaining stuff. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> I listen to your show. It's <laughs> oh, unfair. <laughs> this was, oh, set, this ben, was, ben this was a this, horror this was, movie podcast. It's a lot of fun. I do. Yeah, dead and lovely horror movie podcast. Been yeah. going for about five or so years now. 
uh, reviewing different horror flicks and just generally having a good chin wag and cracking a co-beer about every week. A chin wag. What was the thing that you said the other night that it was a euphemism for playing guitar? Like oh, mash and rope, dude. Mash and rope. Dude, mash and rope. That's 100% not what that means. You said, you blame <laughs> sure it on being is. homeschooled. Like, well, that's yeah, what of homeschoolers say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a homeschoolism, yeah. No, you it guys, is wait, not. Wait, you so your mom told you you're mashing rope? Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. I think that's your uh, your mom situation. <laughs> it's time for dinner, honey. So, we so she walked by the bedroom. She's rope. like, "Stop mashing rope!" And you thought she thought Stop you were playing, playing guitar. guitar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so here, that's a creative way of saying mashing, wanking. A mashing rope, mom. I, I literally i i listened to another podcast where they refer to we're officially off topic ejaculate as ropes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Shoot ropes. So, sure. They're gonna play one of these episodes in a Sweetwater meeting, and none of them have been clean now. <laughs> yeah. All three of our episodes have been not, not well, family friendly well, whose yes. fucking fault is that oh wait it's mine <laughs> okay that answers my question that was my next thing he's like do we cuss on this cock duty podcast or not okay we gosh dang do <laughs> heck nice. yeah uh so what we do is we load up some ads and we're gonna talk about them uh they're all from news market uh i think this is the only episode we did that isn't all uh, Ben's Gear not going to be ads. able to vote because he missed the first one. The first so. one was a PRS okay. calendar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ben can you still can, vote. He can make his case for the for the next two ads. We do three ads per episode. They're all crowdsourced from the audience. And when we pick our favorite, the person who sent that one wins a twenty five dollar gift certificate to the retailer of their choice. Wow. I know. Fantastic. It could be, it could be a music retailer. It could be Sweetwater. Ben and Jerry's. It could be a fast food place. Get an ice cream. A nice sit down restaurant. If Ben and Jerry's does digital gift cards online, then yes, it, can it just has be to be a time. digital Major. gift certificate. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Printed on heavy cardstock. Fantastic. Very nice signed things. by Steve. They're not printed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I guess you could print if you wanted to print an email you could print it i guess he was so worked up about this oh my god all right this is oh this one i believe is in the gear exchange yeah uh, i tried to get a bunch of gear exchange ads do you used, know who said this uh yeah alexa danielson alexa danielson thanks for sending this alexa this is danielson a used fender heavily modded fender pro lead to fender 80s black and red fender used oh i'd mash good. this i'd absolutely mash <laughs> this. mash ropes to this oh this, dude yeah this, mash rope all over this it. guitar has been heavily <laughs> modded it is not possible to determine the exact year of manufacture it was sold to me as an 80s model the pro leads were sold in the late 70s and early 80s i don't think that's true uh, the ele electronics are supposedly updated, so they will probably not help dating this guitar. It is one cool guitar, as previously stated. A bunch of mods. Okay, here's the mods. Grover tuners, uh, replacement bridge, shallower setup for shredding. Oh, that's a shallower. I do believe that the pickups... That was like a Kaler or something. I thought it was yeah, a Kaler. Like yeah. Or uh, collar. The pickups have been replaced. I'm not going to tear... Collar, I barely know her. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Steve. That's uh, a hot one. That's a zinger cosmetically not very good with lots of scratches and nicks on the back upper bout with one small nick dude it's 40 years old who cares you know i can tell that this guitar is fast this and, guitar and is not returnable of course not you know how i can tell that this guitar is fast how every single photo is blurry right it's always in motion <laughs> right it yeah. can't sit still you love that joke. i love that joke i like to imagine it's just covered in a fine peach fuzz you know, yeah, it just yeah. looks blurry. Every part of it is is alive and growing. Yeah. It's this it hit puberty, and now it's got peach fuzz everywhere. I've never seen a a, a lead two with a wiggle stick. Yeah, it's got the old kickstand on there, huh? Yeah, I think that's a fun mod. I, I 
I'm assuming there's nothing that would keep it from working and functioning. It must be one of those top mount kind of things because it still has the string yeah. ferrule holes in the back. Like it was yeah. originally a hardtail. Phil, yeah. you probably know exactly how it's installed. Yeah, the ca- the Kayla would be a top mounted piece. There would be just a little cavity and it doesn't go through the body. I've never had a single guitar with a, a Kayla on it ever. It's just never been like an appealing thing to me. I've for, always for... wanted to try one and I've never had the opportunity because anytime they're in a pawn shop, no wiggle stick. Uh-uh. Yeah. You yeah. never have the opportunity to actually see, see what they feel like. They, for me, they're a, a bl- uh, like a black hole. They went out of business <laughs> right when Strong I started get, when I started getting into guitar. Yeah. That's when they kind of fell out. And then repairing guitars for a couple of decades, they were out of business. So every one was a hell because you couldn't get parts. Yep. Mm. And and uh, now I I love I'm fine with them because they're back in business. They make part and they make parts. They don't okay, just, good, like yeah. they didn't get back in business. Like we're making bridges only. Like they'll help you if you call them and stuff. But um, me, I think, uh, you know, you, you love what you know, and unfortunately, I know a Floyd. Right, so, right. And and when people argue like, oh, but this feels, you know, better, I'm I'm like, yeah, but this doesn't feel familiar. So mm, totally, man. Yeah. That's a huge thing. I find from experience that Kaler people are also um, like Pepsi people. You know, they definitely mm. have the cases of cool. Pepsi, no Coke. Like mm-hmm. cool and young. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no. They hang out on the beach. Not with it. Contrarians. They what? probably don't like the Beatles either, you know, just to be what? that way. I bet they eat corn the long ways, too. <laughs> I'm about to prove to you that the I listen to your ways. podcast, like, Pepsi on purpose. There you go. They're Pepsi on purpose, P-O-P, people. man. Yeah. Pepsi on purpose. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dead and lovely inside joke. So I'm, right I'm looking through pictures. I think this is an aftermarket Nick. I don't, I don't drink soda a lot. But you give me a oh, cold yeah. can of about, Pepsi. Let's talk about soda You're okay with that. You give me a can, cold can of Pepsi on the beach and oh. a bucket of cold KFC. Oh. The, that combination, the sun, the sand, the breeze, the Pepsi, the cold KFC. I got a thigh there and a Pepsi. And it just, it, you know, I, I can, I'm having nostalgia right it's a now. sense memory. Yeah, yeah. If you, you hand me a Coke, what is this? <laughs> Get how out di- of me, you how say. How dare you? I'm enjoying my Pepsi on purpose. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement, dude. You, you truly did conjure up some well, I am magic part, nostalgia. Part of the Pepsi generation, so you know. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm a part of the Rhythm Nation. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's my so girl what, Janet. What yeah. do we think mm. about this? What do they want for it? Nine hundred dollars. I bet mm. Steve's already figured out what the normal value is for these things. Oh, I wasn't, but I there's one on uh, Reverb right now, a comp- competing site that's covered in stickers. It's listed as non-functioning. I don't know why. Uh, for six hundred dollars. For six hundred from the same year? Uh, I mean, similar era. All right. Are these um, like kind of rare and valuable or something? Well, Seems they, like that's a lot of money to fetch for that. They they made a reissue version of them. I had always wanted one. I have a knockoff lead too, and I used it in a punk band for years. Like, oh man, I wish I had a real one. And then Fender came out with the reissues, and of course, I got my hands on one. And it scratched the itch, and then I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> and done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did it finally. Okay, someone else can have it now. You know, yeah. it was really cool. It was purple. Oh, I, like I know. That. Purple metal is, flake. Yeah. Is that pickguard just painted red? That's a good question. I was wondering about that. Yeah, right. it looks oh. like... It's got the Krylon touch, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's got... Yeah. yeah, it looks like somebody's like... It's hard to tell because of how fast it is. You can come in here. The Mackie guy just poked his head in. Yeah. Creaking the door. Uh, so I'm seeing these vintage Return ones of the Mackie over here. In various conditions for about a thousand bucks. Wow. Yeah. That sounds about right. So this this is a slightly mangled price for a slightly mangled guitar. Like is this a mangling or an improvement? 
for nine hundred bucks. Definitely a mangling. I would rather have a hardtail on a burner like that. I love like hardtail super strats. So I think adding this aftermarket bridge is a no for me. I mean, the fact that you don't see the wiggle stick in the pictures, it's like it's it's a brick. Yeah, totally. It's you know you can't even use it. You gotta you gotta go to that website Steve mentioned to get parts. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, there it is. Okay, there is a photo of the wiggle stick. Oh, it comes with it. You know what? Now this is worth fourteen hundred dollars. You got the wiggle stick Do upgrade. We, yeah. we, did we figure out which <laughs> finally which one you can this feel is? what a Kaler feels like? Yeah. <laughs> so, so Phil, you've tried them. Can you describe how they're different from a Floyd? Sure. Uh, to me, when you um, when you talk about vibrato systems, there's the Strat. Doesn't matter to me. Everybody argues two point six screw. I don't care. Sure. There's the Strat feel stiff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Well, you can say deliberate. It up yeah. I like to call it deliberate. No one, you deliberate. know, you can, it's, it's it's very hard to get them to where, you know, you just lightly touch them or flutter them. Right, you're working them. Yeah, Bigsby to me is like a Cadillac. You know, you just ride this road. Everything is just. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. you're, you're turning, you're turning the wheel, yeah. you're turning the wheel, and you might start turning soon, yeah. you know? In fact, mm. I bet if, I love this, If you, I bet if you think of guitar players' styles of vibrato, right? Yeah, totally. Then try to equate to the, the, the vibrato system that mm-hmm. actually feels or sounds like their vibrato. You can kind of, you know, because somebody, somebody delivered, like, it just yanks on it, and some yeah, people yeah. are soft, right? Can you imagine, like, Steve Vai on a big speed? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to. You like have to, to bend the bar behind the guitar to, to do what he to, to does. To me, the Floyd Rose is accurate. Like when you're moving it, it's yeah, it's like it's sure. It's it, truly you know, representing your movements. You're yeah. making right. To me, a, a Floyd Rose does. It's weird to na- uh, connect this, but to me, a Floyd Rose is like an amazing tuner. Where hmm. it when you're moving and it's moving like perfectly right. with you, no jumping, no nothing. Like, like a super, it, it knows, like, like a it, Peterson. You move one cent, it moves with you, like yeah, like yeah. a Peterson. Mm. Like you just know. To me, the Floyd is just literally, like if you're crappy at using a, a tremolo system or a vibrato system, the Floyd's not for you. Because mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. Um, the Kaler to me is more like the Bigsby. Really? Yeah. The boat. Yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah. It's, so it's like kind of smooth. Yeah, it is smooth because it's. Um, but does it di- does it do dive bombs? Will it go slack on you? Yeah, no, it goes dive bombs and it goes all the way back. I mean, Kerry King did that stuff all the time in those Slayer yeah. records. All those yeah. fucking horse noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Kaylee. Yeah, and it's because if you look at it, if you look at it, if you're looking at the bridge, what you and you'll see it. You're gonna see what you're about. I'm looking at it. Okay, think about where the Floyd Rose tremolo arm or the arm is right it's on the side just like right, deployed yeah. and, and this if you look behind. this is toward the back yes so think about anything like leverage yep right you're at the end of a very long arm that's why it's going to feel much softer to you like that bigsby when mm-hmm. you're right or like um, if it's got more range could it what how would you compare it to like a jazz master trim more like that. Really? Kind of like that. Well, maybe I need I, this like, now. Like, if you like the flutter on the Floyds, I never like the flutter on the Kalers because I feel like it's just a little too bouncy. Yeah. Again, ba- I guess, like I said, the Cadillac thing, but bouncy is the term. So, um, I I mean, I like them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, totally. I, like every, I like everything. But I feel more at home at certain, like, uh, I, uh, the first time I ever saw one, I don't know why, but it was Pete Thorne had one of the Floyds that don't have the lockers on it. Sure, yeah, like the OG. And ones. then I just became obsessed. Like, oh my god, does that mean it's, it's like the feel... baby Floyd with the yeah, shorter the baby... back plate? Yeah. yeah, and I was like, is that gonna feel like a Floyd, but I don't have to do a locking nut? That could be the greatest thing ever. And you try it, and you're like, this is it. This is the Floyd. Like, I can have a Floyd without locking nut. I, again, I think it's what you know. I, 
you know, out the gate, aspired to have a Floyd Bridge and a guitar. When I finally got one, I arrived. <laughs> had no reason to have one. <laughs> my, my, and I just wanted one anyways. My first electric guitar had it had a knockoff Floyd on it. It was yeah. a Slamer yeah. by Hamer. Oh, yeah. 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 I paid way too much for it, and I spent way too much time and money modifying it. But it was a, it was a good education. How many times did you repaint that guitar? It, uh, uh, probably four. Five, nice. yeah, mm. yeah. And then when I when I sold it for parts, it had no paint on it. Mm. You know, oh yeah, it <laughs> was an education. That. You know, I had a, I had a, quite a journey with that thing. I should probably should have kept it. I think everybody should have that one guitar that they just do all their freakish abomination mm -hmm. surgeries on. Get it out of your system. Yeah, get it out of your system for sure. Like I remember the first uh, seven string I ever had was like a Schecter Diamond series. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like a gold top. I, it was like the only seven string in town, literally. But right. I just gotten passion in warfare, and I was like, well, I have to have a seven string. Right. Clearly. Yeah, obviously. obviously. I did so much dumb stuff to that guitar, dude. I did like a full scallop job on it. No. Uh, full scallop. <laughs> Wait, I where think, is it now? I think we've... It's in my storage unit. Oh, I still you still have, have it? it. Yeah. I was going to say, wow. if, if you had sold it, we probably would have seen it on the show. Right? <laughs> and been like, what happened? It's a seven string with a home... Like, oh, that guy definitely used a spoon... Oh yeah. yeah. How did you scallop it? What what how did you tack it? What so tools? what I did because I was like broke as a joke. It was like I wasn't about to go get all the different size, you know, bits mm -hmm. and everything. The Stumac yeah, kit. The barrels. Precisely yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. How much so, is the Stumac kit for scalloping your front? Yeah, board? drop your you affiliate link, Phil. You, you don't need the Stumac kit. You just get a barrel <laughs> sander and just do it that way. I mean, so what I did um, over the course of like weeks is I got several different sized dowels from Lowe's, oh, just wooden dowels. Yeah. And you, know? you would wrap them in sandpaper? Yep, and just left and right, left and right, wow. for hours per Jeez, fret. That's when, you have, that's when you know Dude. you're like, I got more time than money. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. For real, right? <laughs> yeah. For yeah, yeah. real. Imagine, All the time it could have been like practicing. Imagine, <laughs> been yeah, exactly. rope imagine doing if you'd that. use that time to mash rope, practicing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how much better you could be, Ben. Like, for we've real, all right? Noticed, yeah. like, yeah. We think Ben needs to practice just a little bit more. You know, if he hadn't spent all that time. I could have done it then. Yeah. Because I got the whole thing done, and I was like, this kind of sucks. I know. I mean, we heard, <laughs> we heard from the internet today that Ryan thinks that you're a really good player. And oh. the rest of the internet's like, why doesn't Ryan aspire to be The rest like, of the internet. One commenter. One commenter. On Phil's cool. video. Yeah. Yes. It's all of them. Why doesn't Ryan aspire to be a good guitar player? Like That's not what they said. John Petrucci. Joe Pastrami's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, I could go. I didn't, I skipped lunch. I'd go for. I go because for I, Joe, Joe Pastrami by now. Steve, I walked out to the warehouse. It's Taco Salad Day, dude. I, dude, I walked out to the warehouse. I got back. I was just like tired, and I was like, I, I, I can't. I'm too tired to eat. I need to like just sit down and like recuperate. And then you texted me, and we're like, Hey, man, it's time to podcast. And I was like. I have to show All you right. something. You know how our friend Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob podcast, he pretty much only eats pizza. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's, it's taco salad day, dude. You have to get a taco salad. Like all the Sweetwater employees are go crazy for taco salad day. The only way he would eat a taco salad if, is if it was a pizza topping. No. For real? He put a whole, he put a whole taco salad <laughs> bowl on top of a slice of pizza. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He worked around it. I mean, nobody said that he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Yeah. We, made, we made it work. Yeah. He yeah, read the he, fine print, dude. He can eat anything as long as it's served as a pizza topping. You know? Incredible. Yeah. What, what were we talking about again? I don't know. I was going to say, <laughs> you guys are like, how I'm hungry. Do you have a... Like, talking a, a about Joe, we're talking about Joe Pastrami. Joe Pastrami. Do you have like a number one Floyd Rose that you like, Phil? Like, is there one that you think is above the oh, rest? I, I know. I, yeah, I know exactly. Which is? Drop it. 
older German-made ones? Yeah, yeah, the German ones. And it's for... Not, I, my complaint about Floyd's is far from everyone else's. Mm. Everyone focuses on the two-point system mm -hmm. and the blades going dull and yep. stuff. And sure, that's a problem. The block I mean, Yeah, material. yeah, I mean, stuff can go... The block material. Yeah. To me, what, doing a Floyd is bad. It's when the fine tuners will not go all the way down. I hate it so much, and dude. When you see that there's range left and you're like, it's just done. Yeah, and it's just done. And you're just sitting there. And to me, it's like, I mean, if the, you know, it, first rule, if the guitar can't be in tune, then it, then nothing else matters. Worthless. It. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worthless. Yeah, yep. it's worthless. So when. That's what the Metallica song is all about. So when nothing Pete, else matters. <laughs> so know? when I hear. When I hear the arguments all the time about Floyd's, which are, they're all valid points or, you know, and so I'm not here to say anybody's right or wrong about anything. I'm just saying, working on them, uh, the, there are ones and it's always seems to be the Schaller mm -hmm. style German ones and even the new ones, but even the, but the older ones even better. And it's because everything's machined and let's just face it. The Germans really. They care about they care, little they, details they more care, than they should, they but care sometimes about details, the right amount. And, yeah. And those seem to, you know, do really... Th those are my favorites. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, I think the thing I've learned from being around Germans is, like, if they want to tell you what's wrong with a thing, they will tell you and give you a very long list of details of what they think you're doing wrong. Oh, yeah, my wife is German, so yes. Yeah. I can confirm. Something yeah. I, I love about... I, I've gone to Germany for Henning's things. Like you go to to a restaurant, whether it's fast food or sit down or whatever, and if you step outside of the normal plan for what people do, like the staff will be like, "No, you're doing this wrong." Yeah, it's totally. not just like right. customers always right. It's like, no, the lines here. We are not doing it this way. You yeah. don't order in that order. Yeah, that's yep. we're not doing it this way. Yeah, they yeah. use the 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 term "we" a lot. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we don't do it this way over here. Yeah. We do it this way. Yeah, they, yeah, they always say. I've mind. I love when they always go. This we can do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I when I've encountered that, I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you. Cause normally I'm just like standing there like wondering, am I doing this right? Am I, am I making some service person's life mm. harder? Cause I don't know the program. I don't know where to stand in this place or whatever. Right. I appreciate it. I appreciate totally. the direct communication. Yeah. So what do we think? Wait, should wait, someone wait. should wait, someone... we got we gotta do it. Okay. We gotta do it. Because Ben's here. All Hit right, it. Ben, ready? Hit me. So you obviously we agree on, I think we're on the same level German Floyd Schaller, right? You so know? I, I have never had a guitar with a German Floyd on it, so I can't really? confirm that. So the ones oh. that I've had and used, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, you know, Ibanez fanboy. What's in the, what's in your Sirs? Goto 94. Oh, I love Goto. I was going to say yeah, the Goto 94 say, is yeah. like maybe my favorite. Yeah, like it's... I love the edge and low pro edge just because I'm, I'm, you know, I've played the Ibanez stuff forever. Yeah. But I do think the Goto one, I think it's maybe even better. Yeah. I like the arm holder on it. That's the thing. Edge and Looper Edge, the bushings, you know, they yeah. wear out and the bar starts flopping and you mm. can't set it. Yeah. The Goto, you can set it. Yeah. And it just seems to be really made um, super rock solid. I like that bridge a lot. And, and it's made in Japan and it's half the price of the higher end toys. Oh, yeah. yeah, by far. Yeah. So that's why I was curious because, uh, you know, we're, we're Ibanez buddies, right? We're like Ibanez. Right. So... <laughs> Same, by the way, same complaint with the low pro stuff. Older ones, the fine tuners, all the way down, all the way up. Newer ones, even sometimes on the hiring guitars, yep. you just start turning it and you're like, like you said, all of a sudden you get to the, you're like, I'm not, I'm not close I'm not to the end, guys. Yet. What's going on? So, yeah. So, it has to do with how well they used to machine it. Totally. So, what do we think about this one, guys? Is this a buy, buy, buy or a buy, buy, buy? 
Oh, I would never Saying buy that. bye, bye, bye. Exactly. If, if I walked to. in, if, here's, here's, give you an example of this. The price, obviously I'm not educated on what that is because either this price is insane or I'm just not aware of this market, right? right? I think it's just, but, just below I, I, normal this, for stock. This yeah. guitar, like not having, like I said, not being versed in what this is. This is like what I expect when I walk in a pawn shop and this look this oh, is yeah, in here yeah. and that price is on there. That's not a pawn shop price though. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's just some crazy guitar that looks like crap yeah. and then the price is high and I'm just I, like I and they're waiting for somebody to trade like eight blenders. If and, I was yeah. right. <laughs> if I was to get this, I would probably be tempted in the mid sixes, mm. the mid six hundreds. Really? And I would have full intention to I'm, return it to more of a stock appearance, get rid of the humbucker. Uh, swap in a white pit guard, mm-hmm. you know, take take it back to a similar look, but then I would I would fully just milk that that. Well, you're stuck with that, that trim. I no, I would I'd embrace it. He wants it. I want it. I want to feel it. And if it feels like a Jazzmaster trim or a Bigsby sort of trim, I'm it might become my new favorite thing. Cool. Yeah, because under that Kaler is about a two inch by two inch wide, one inch deep hole. So there is a hole. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The, all right. The springs are. About an inch long each. There's two of them, and it's all gotcha. it's all connected in the body. to the bridge. Yeah, it's so, not in the back of the body like a Floyd. Yeah. It's in the body. So you have to pull that bridge out. I would have to cut a block, insert yep. it, glue it, sand it flush. Nah, I just leave the hole. this guitar and then attach a bridge. I'd leave the hole, yeah. and, I'd, and I'd super yeah, glue a little Taylor homie standard. in there from the gas station or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Homie, dude, perfect. The homies, right? Yeah. I uh, put a muscle man in there. Yeah. Remember muscle <laughs> man? Yeah, yeah, Little totally. pink dudes and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I, I have a, a slight desire. I haven't fully committed to it in my life, but I have a desire to own as many variations of vibrato unit as possible. Nice. So I have a guitar mm. with like as many different versions of wiggle sticks as mm-hmm. I can get. And I don't, you know, I don't have one of these. Obviously, I'd be buying it for the wiggle stick. Oh, anyway, I like lead twos too, as well. I think the correct answer is like five hundred. You think so? It's a replacement neck. It's replacement basically. It's. The body is maybe the only thing that's an actual lead to. That's beat up. Did, the, uh, did it say the neck is replacement? Yeah. Okay, screw that. Also, I, also, yeah, I don't even understand how you guys. I mean, I'm valuing like the bridge is worth a hundred bucks. We follow and that's, our heart and then I'm like, here. I'm, I'm, I'm lost looking at, at it that. from the perspective that the, like, this is a thousand dollar guitar and reverb. Right. That's crazy. When it has dude. the actual, right, neck. maybe maybe you could maybe you could like it doesn't have maybe the actual you could neck. Hustle, like, hustle it down to like eight nine hundred. I'm saying like this has got to be under five. And t- you're buying to, the trim. You're not because if it doesn't have the neck, the neck is the whole soul of the guitar. Yeah. Like I have a I have a lead to style body. If I have the lead to style neck, I could put it on there. You know. And the more the more I I mean I guess they have the case. That's the closest. Why do they thing. have the case but not the neck? That's the closest thing to provenance on this is that you are putting this in a era correct Fender case like that's hmm. a. Who cares? 80s rectangular. I hate hard cases. No, I'm just saying, like, that's the only (laughs) thing really that you can work off of to say, like, well, I think this is a 1980s Fender. Hmm. Right. Because it could just be, that could be the, uh, what's the lead to body that you had? It was like a Harmony or something or Honor. No, it's not a brand I've ever been able to remember again. I found an example of it once. It's some sort of weird British brand. Oh, it's like an eagle or yeah. encore or and something it's, like it's, that. It's plywood, like the the, yeah, the yeah, paint yeah. is relicked on the side, and you can see it's 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 like a twenty piece body. Stacks, man, <laughs> yeah. stacks and stacks of tone. <laughs> but it, it it was a really fun punk rock guitar. I had a lot of fun with that guitar. That's what we call the tone stack. The that's tone what they mean. That's the tone stack. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you know, Gibson Gibson made a bunch of SGs that way. They if, did, yeah. If it's authentic enough for Gibson, it's good enough for me, you know? What was it, like the Zoot Suit guitars yeah, or whatever? Yeah. I wanted to do yeah. an ad for one, and Steve's like, I don't want to do a Zoot Suit. Those things were goofy, dude. Yeah, we got a, what a, is a Zoot Suit SG like Zoot suit SGs in a folder somewhere. Did. Oh, oh, yeah, Multiply, yeah. and like every ply was a different color. Yeah. It looks like biting through like a jawbreaker yeah. or something. They're a collector's item now. Are they and really? Yeah, I think they're everything, everything that sucks becomes a collector's <laughs> item. I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying there's because no... Because no one actually plays them, so they stay in no. pristine condition. I've I, never seen anyone play one ever. I yeah. have a, this is my theory on that stuff, and it, it, it actually is not just that stuff it's artist guitars everything okay whenever you make something that if it fails or it's like that odd there's not a big market as soon as you stop making it it's everybody it's not that everybody wants it you can't have it it's anymore. that it's that like here's my comment let's say they make an artist guitar i'm gonna use artists because i love the analogy to artists sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. they make an artist guitar uh in fact there's a great one uh matt guitar murphy uh samick Court court made him one, mm-hmm. and it was right. like it did not sell a lot of units. the The issue, though, is is my theory is that they stop making it, but people still discover him every day, right? So the thing with limited guitars, same with same with artists, is people are still going to discover those pictures of those guitars. People are still going to discover the artists, but now, so the demand will continue to increase forever, even if it's by a small amount. But the guitars aren't increasing. Mm-hmm. Right. They're actually decreasing. Yeah. So that's why the value of either stuff that didn't do well or any kind of artist guitar always seems to hold value. That's why I said, if you look at it, every artist guitar is like the best investment. Hmm. Look at any artist and just pick it. And tr- and if you can go back and look, you there can, was that- a way back machine on the internet. Just go back and look at what, like, what does a Lynch go for, guitar go for? Just any artist. Like I said, Dude, great artists. Like when I started playing guitar, I had I, gyms I, were like, Eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. Like you could get universes Steve for like eleven hundred bucks. Steve yes. will know which one I'm about, about to bring up. Yes. Fender came out with that that Duo Sonic that had the big like kitchen print on it, like all the herbs and veggies. Uh, oh, the the Sean Mendes. Sean yeah. Mendes, and those things are like crazy up in value. Yeah. I still don't even know who yeah. that is, dude. You know the one that like makes me the maddest is. Do you guys remember the Jay Younger signature Ibanez Iceman? Yes. The dude from White Zombie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, yeah. what does it look like? It's, I know what an Iceman looks like. Yeah, it has yeah. a star. It's like. Oh, the stars. Kind of a teal yeah, sparkle yeah, yeah, yeah. with these stars Green, on it. Yeah. Oh, now it's I'm got remembering block the music inlay. video. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got block inlays like a Les Paul and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're so baller. And now they're like $4,000, $5,000. Yeah. I saw them go for like eight recently. Yeah. And again, when I started playing, you could go on eBay and score them for like 800 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'd they're be so afraid cool. to play one of those because I am the exact amount of human for a human. Yeah. Just, yeah. just the right amount? Yeah. I'm you don't right want to go over the line. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you ever checked out the bass line for that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one note the whole song. Right, right. Man, I, oh, I need to learn I love it. some zombie. That's just the, the Dude, groove machines. I'm telling you, know? you totally The James Browns of metal. Non-ironically, yeah. that stuff still slams. Dude. Like, when's the last time you listened to, like, Super Beast? Oh, mm. probably like a month ago. The produ- Exactly, yeah. same. The production is unbelievable. Yeah. It, like, non-ironically slams. They're it's somewhere awesome. just over the edge, like... The concept could be like, this is just some band that plays your local dive and you wish they would stop. But they've jumped over this 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 hill where it's like, it's the best thing ever. Yep. They yep. somehow made this thing that on paper should be like the dumbest thing ever, the best thing ever. Yep. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. Yeah. I love it. One more ad? Before we hit this ad. Okay. Uh, Run the show, Steve. We did this earlier. Uh, 
why don't you guys promote what you're doing? Oh, yeah, people need to know I mean, about pe- you guys. All your little channels you are, are here. All the fresh guys here on the on the market. New guys fresh to boys. the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I'm half of the fresh boys. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, I've got my got my YouTube thing going on. Just look for Ben Eller E L L E R channels. Just Ben Eller guitars. Whatever. Uh, I'm the weekend wank shop. This is why you suck at guitar, guys. Where a lot of guys know me from. Stuff bands do, whatever. It's all kinds of guitar content that you might accidentally learn stuff from while hopefully having a laugh and being moderately entertained. So I do that stuff. I do, yeah, my horror podcast, Dead and Lovely. It's a weekly thing you can find on Spotify or anywhere else you get podcasts. And uh, I also love making mixed drinks and uh, cooking a good meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to have one of these drinks. Oh, you do. Trust me, man. Trust me. Oh, you have to go. It looks I'm being like. beckoned. You're being oh. summoned. I'm being beckoned by my... I knew my... you weren't going to vote on the ads. You only got one of them. I only got one of them, man. Yeah. That's not my handler. That's my manhandler. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got obligations to get to. Thank you guys right. so much for having of me course. on here. Of course. Thanks for joining us, in. Thanks, you guys. Goodbye. See, See you, Ben. <laughs> All right, now, Phil, tell us about yourself so people can learn something. Or should we have your wife come over here and tell us no. about you? Oh, you can do that, too. But uh, <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> We're getting the dust there from here. Bye, Ben. <laughs> I uh wait, that's his wife? I yeah. thought that was just like a personal assistant or something. No, that's his wife. Man, come on, man. Come it's on. 2023. Get with the times. Women are more than just <laughs> exact, exact, executive <laughs> no, I'm, administrator. I'm I'm actually really I'm excited kidding. she's here because I feel Jesus. like I've actually met the the whole entirety of your channel now. Oh, you're talking about my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. because uh, well, you know, Ben's wife was here in yeah. for a moment too. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't really get the full picture of what your channel was until until meeting your wife. Yeah, she's the brains. I'm the eye candy. That's how it works. <laughs> and uh, she's the mind, and you're the meat. Yeah, like we were doing this last night. I'm not going to try to repeat it all. People don't realize it's all a teleprompter for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. Yeah. I, a teleprompter? I own one. Uh, yeah, but you don't yeah. use yeah, it. Yeah, but you have to know how to read to set it up. <laughs> yes. No, um, yeah. So Phil, Phil has a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. We'll have a link down below. I put videos out. He's and... going gonna to live stream in this room, maybe, yeah. right after we're done here. That's the only reason here. He's just waiting no. for us to end. You know? I'm, <laughs> I'm, here, uh, I'm here for one reason and one reason only, to tell the lamest story about Steve and Ryan. Ah, here it comes. This is what I'm living for right now. What's the story? Whether you realize it or not, you gave me comedic gold, and I shared it with everyone today. So I've been trying my whole time, I've been doing this YouTube gig to try to like figure out where we are in the universe. Like, the skin like deep. You, yeah, I know. Like YouTubers, I'm like, I'm like, is it fame? Is it just dudes in their bedrooms with cameras like what is this are we rock stars like because you go places and i'm like i don't know what's going on i and have then, no idea where the story is oh, going I know. we're you on don't. a journey that's Steve. why i'm taking you down the <laughs> story up. ride the ride and uh sometimes i don't know about you guys but you know we go places and there's like handlers for us and they're helping us with stuff and they fly us places and yeah. you're like okay and you're like this is kind of it's kind of like i feel like is this how rock stars feel do i deserve this should i yeah. expect this when i get home you know yeah and when i talk to my friends i've never been able to encapsulate like what it's like to hang out with a bunch of gear channel youtubers right is it cool is it not cool is it like a bunch of nerds is it it's not cool but it's fun and here's how i'm going to explain it for the rest of my life so 
everyone that watches 60s cycle hum i know it's hard to say steve and ryan were ejected kicked out from an irish bar last night <laughs> which is the most rock star thing could ever happen yeah, but not for until rock star i finish reasons. this sentence which is for having fast food <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, we got pretty crazy in here. They kicked us out, you know. Yeah. Hey, you can't have rallies in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were going back in to introduce someone, like, hey, hey, we found some people on the street. Meet these people, and immediately, like, oh, I hadn't seen that employee once the entire time we were in there. We were in there for like two and a half he didn't hours. Work there, <laughs> he just showed up to point and yell at us, like, dude, we just. Spent like sixty bucks in drinks here. I'm not. I'm. I'm holding the bag closed. I'm just bringing some people in, and I'm gonna leave. But he had this fire in his like eyes. Oh. Like I'm about to like throw you through a window, like an old West <laughs> saloon. You know. No, it was. It, it, it. All he would. He would not say any other words except no outside food. And I was like, I was like, no, no, no like we, we're just we're doing an introduction. We're not. We're not. And staying. I was like, hey, do you know who I am? And then. <laughs> And then, so I turned back to do the introduction and then he like shifted. So I would, so he would be back in my field of vision, no outside food. And I was like, and then hand gesturing. It's funny like that this. you're saying it that way because Jerry Seinfeld was performing down the street. Yeah. No outside food. No food for you. Yeah. No yeah. food for you. And he's gesturing like, get out. And I was just like, dude, we're, we are this literally leaving. Yeah. We didn't want to be wait, here wait, anyway. wait to see us sit down and try to start eating before you get yeah. hyper intense, you yeah. know? Yeah. And literally, yeah. And any like, of us like could said, have had like beef jerky in our pocket. He doesn't know. We could yeah. have outside food. I in would there. guess the group that we came with combined probably hit somewhere in like three hundred plus at dollars. At, at least. least. At, at, yeah. least. Yeah. at least. We all had and like that three was or just four that beers time. Plus, I know a bunch of y'all went yep. out the night before yep. to the same place. So it's like Maybe like just dial it down to like an eight. All I know is this morning, we're all sitting at the table. Steve's sitting there. Everybody's comparing notes from last night. Everybody's exhausted because you know the, the third day here. And my wife's like, "Yeah, Phil had too much wine, so that's why we left." And I go, "You guys stayed. What happened next?" And Steve's like, "Oh, we were we were kicked out." I'm like, "Holy crap! What happened when I was gone?" <laughs> and he's like. We went across the street and got rallies because they stopped serving food and we walked in with it. We weren't eating. We were just holding it and they kicked us out. And I go, this just literally went from a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the vibe here, like when, when we're all hanging out, is there's like it, vacillates in between like kind of like friends and acquaintances hanging out vibe to like. Some of us are just full-blown, like, siblings. Yeah. Like, just, like, kind of, like, bickering and, you know, taking rib shots at each other, but having, like, a lot of fun. It's like siblings on, you know, like, Thanksgiving Day while everyone else is doing a lot of work. We're screwing off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. I like the backhanded compliments when they're like, <laughs> I like how you do videos without even trying that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hey, Ryan, I love how you handle all the commenters who are always telling you how much you suck. <laughs> you handle that really well. I know you get a lot of them. <laughs> I, I, like, I like how you're comfortable publishing all those videos that don't seem like they're edited at all. <laughs> uh, this last okay. ad... 
is a, this is actually one you might be an expert on, Phil. It's a used parts caster, Telecaster 2023. It's got a back. Worn satin desert tan treble bleed coil split hot rails humbucker. You think Phil's going to be expert on this? Yeah, because it's, uh, it's a desert theme. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the connection his, here? need his yeah. desert expertise. Just search Dependable Guitars. This is uh, in the. Uh, this is being sold by Dependable Guitars mm -hmm. out of Bernie, Indiana, in the Sweetwater Gear Exchange. All parts were sourced as new and used to put in the guitar. <laughs> it's a sycamore worn. All parts, like entire. I'm not trying to stop you, but entirety of parts or the company all parts. I believe it's the entirety of parts. It's a Mighty Might okay. Fender licensed neck, maple V shape, Canadian maple slab. Uh, blah blah blah. Telly Hot Rails uh, Bridge Fior Fellor. I've never heard of that brand. Fellor uh, single coil wax potted. Blah blah blah. Total weight five point four pounds. Wilkinson three saddle bridge. Total weight five point four pounds. That's that light. Is, that sounds about right. And a born two hundred fifty k. It dried out. It was in the desert. Mm -hmm. There was no moisture left in it. Uh, Ryan hates this guitar. I don't hate it, but I you know you, the, my, my expected comment is coming. The art is meant for the wall. It's not meant to be played because it's not vertical when it's sideways. Is Sycamore Tone... We need, Paul, we need Paul Reed Smith on this show. Is that is Sycamore Tonewood? Is Sycamore Tonewood. <laughs> I've never heard of Sycamore being used as a as a body wood. Well, yeah, we, they, I mean, they use pine. They use anything. I think every, every, yeah. every wood is Tonewood. It's just what tone do you get out of it, you know? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Every wood is Tonewood if you try hard enough. I feel like I'm feeling like I don't remember why I selected this ad. <laughs> I'm not feeling like I have a lot to say about it other than the oh art is sideways. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna throw this on. I 450. Obviously, this one's gonna win. I don't the, know why I selected it. 450. The parts are uh, the parts. I think the parts complement is decent. The thing that I realized that just absolutely killed it for me. They. They like spit it out, man. Bondoed all of the yeah, cavities. They of the yeah, look at it? the picture of the body. Look at the picture of the front of the body. It's a clear pit guard. Yeah. Oh, that's Bondo. I don't know what it is, but right. it's some, it's like something kind of they could, or something. No, I bet they painted the back of the of the clear pit guard. No. Oh, they could. No, he could be right. Right. That's, what, be they, right. that's they, what they do on the Paisley tellies. They spray paint it. Mm-hmm. They, they, they do like that an could airbrushing. be the same color as the paint, but on the actual plastic, and that's why it's different. Right, right. It, it's why would it only be in different. those spots? Because that's there. That because okay, there's, so there's a cut in, there's a in cu the body yeah. right there. Yeah, and, there's a route yeah. for that, and the route for the uh, the travel for the yeah. putting the wires. I bet that's exactly what it is, and it just doesn't match because of the way the paint has so, aged so on you're plastic versus you're, the guitar. So what you're what you're telling me? No, what it is is because it, you know how you have to layer paint to get different colors. So one, the the paint on the guitar is over wood, so it's a different color because no paint is completely opaque, you know. Right, sure. And then the paint on the plastic, it has more paint underneath of it from the guitar, and so it's lighter. So what and you're so what you're telling me, what you are combined telling me, yes. is they took a clear pit guard, yes, and they painted this uh, diarrhea, um, yes. Yeah. On the back of the pit guard in order to cover yes. yeah. the... the That's what they do on the Paisley tellies. And, and you know why I agree with uh, Ryan is because... I'm right. That's why you agree. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
it's because of our part of our agreement. No, uh, <laughs> it's because it would be really rare that they would. Uh, ch- I mean, look at the shaping of this, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't. You, if, they, if they routed it, it would be straight lines, right. right? Like if they put filler in there, the filler would fill up to the wood, and then there would be a a, a, a clear line. I, I hear how you. Would you. How would you? I mean, why would there be random chopped out shapes like that into a guitar? You would. I mean, how would you even do it? It's not like I don't know. It, I don't you know see what I'm saying? If they way. use something to, I think if it and if it was Bondo, even if they didn't, if they didn't get it in the holes exactly to fill it up, yeah, it wouldn't be that big. It would be messy. You would, yeah, see, like but it would, would be straight lines because I, the, yeah. and I guess the area around the the pickup would be different. Because yeah, that part really doesn't make sense. Right. All right. Fine. Like if you look at if you look at the the Paisley Tellies, they do a really classy job of doing an airbrushing around those parts. Right. Right. When you look close enough, you can see it, you know. Right. They. I'm looking at a lot of 90s pink paisleys, and the area above the pickup is, like, a very different finish than the I kinda, rest of it. I kind of like the art on this. I like the the uh, the diamond kind of checker thing on the edges. I like that it breaks up. I, I, I'm not in love with the floral thing, but I like the colors. I just wish that the the cactus and hillscape thing was going the correct direction. So it's art for when you're playing, not just hanging it on the wall. Um, for a parts guitar for 450, I mean that's not terrible. You're definitely getting your parts in this parts bucket for for the money. Well, okay, go on. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, the pickups were what brand? One know? of them is not listed. Okay. Uh, it just says it's a, uh, it says it is a Tele Hot Rails. So I don't know if that means it's a Duncan or if that's, it could be Hot, just... hot Rails is, you know, it's become yeah. Kleenex. Yeah. Right, right. It could, um, it could just be an Amazon special $20 pickup. The neck know? one says it's a Fleor. I've never heard of Fleor. F-L-E-O-R. Hmm. F-L-E-O-R. The, the rule on parts guitars, there's a rule. The mm-hmm. rule on parts guitars is that they're usually the value is the parts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not not what they paid for the parts, but right, what right. the parts are worth used. And then the value of the person who assembled it. Yes. Yeah. So I like that. so like if somebody famous or if somebody like, you know, right, put it together, then there's a value there. If some guy put it in his garage and nobody knows, yeah, you, yeah. right? Then he just has the accumulation of these parts. Yeah, it's a bucket. Yeah, it's a bucket of yeah. parts. It drives me nuts that people don't realize that when you install a pickup, it's now a used pickup. Right. And also, when you account for, like, oh, I took out my Fender American pickups and I put in Lindy, or, you know, Lindy, like something nice, like right. Lindy Freeland's Fender or Duncan Antiquities, whatever. You one, you didn't, you put in a three hundred dollar pickup set that's now worth two hundred dollars. Two, your Fender American Standard pickup set is still worth a hundred bucks. Right. So you got to subtract that out too, unless you're going to give me the pickups. Right. You can't right. go like I took a five hundred dollar guitar, put a three hundred dollar pickup in it, and now it's an eight hundred dollar guitar. Well, you know, and, and that's why when I say there's a rule, when we take things on trade or you know you buy things as a store. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just insult every customer with, wow, that's pretty crappy. You know, right? Right, right, right. You, 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 you want to be able to assess what they're trying to do. And most people, uh, most uh, will try to assess their what this is by what you can buy. 
Right. They would go like, this is a mahogany telly body, like in this theory, right? Mm-hmm. With a flame maple neck. And to buy that from vendors, three grand. I'll oh, sell you this no. for 1600 bucks. And so we always had to explain them in the way, best way we learned to explain them was, your guitar is worth the, what the parts are valued at and then who put it together. And then you ask them, like, that it was a local tech? It was the luthier? Because there's a, like... You know, there's there's luthiers that mm-hmm. do side work and stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, oh, okay, it's a credible luthier. You know, right? That's 150. Because then you take what the labor would cost to do it, and then you value that with a discount, and yeah. then you come up with this idea, and you go, okay, this is what somebody will pay for the guitar. I mean, this is a mighty might neck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you said the body. I don't remember. It's a, it just says it's a sycamore. Yeah, it's and then from- no name pick up in the bridge and something that we've never heard of in the neck. So yeah. the, I figure out what's in the, that's an Amazon brand. Right. Yeah, it is Am- okay. sold on Which, Amazon. So right. it is it an assembled parts guitar with art that most people are not going to connect with. I, I feel like the, the 450 price point is probably, you know, this is going to be controversial. I think it's a little steep. I think it's uh you can buy t- Sycamore sure. Telecaster bodies. It looks like on reverb for like around 50 to 60 bucks. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So what are we thinking uh, on this? One seventy five. There's there's I, yeah. There's one on right. Amazon that is forty four dollars. Wow. Yeah, I think one seventy five. And if you wanted a, a project starter and you didn't like the art, you, you buy you go down to Harbor Freight and you get an orbital sander. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This is an opportunity buy. That's why somebody exactly. buys this. They buy it if, hey, that's some pretty cool stuff and it's a really great price. I think I'll give it a try. But this isn't something you go, wow, for $50 more, I can buy an actual Fender product. In a, in a couple yeah. of weeks when we publish this episode, we're going to just get buried in hate mail because we don't know that this is like a famous artist or something like that. Well, like, again, that's worth a million well, dollars. Well, here's where that would connect is remember I said who put it together. Obviously, it was art. Right. It would be done by whoever the artist is and stuff. But yeah, I like I said, I think the art is it has a charm to it. I don't hate it. I wish it was turned the other way. You could make it diagonal and it would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a parts bucket and it's definitely not worth 450. You know, you really can't you can't really charge for the labor on this yeah. if you don't know who the person is and there's right. there's no value there. You know, this the, is this... the labor is part of the fun of the kit build. Like you can't like buy a model airplane kit and then sell it for more than you bought it for because okay. the fun part of the kit is building the kit. Yes. Like no one wants your labor. They would just buy a model. They would buy a toy, you know? Yes. And what's missing in this uh, ad, if I'm sure people who watch this show are going to be like, oh, the person puts this ad up. Here's some, I'll give some help advice to the person put the ad up. Guitars like this need a story. You need to tell people mm. why this exists. Mm. Sometimes people connect to that. Totally. You know what I mean? Guitar, look, who doesn't love, uh, you're an artistic person, so mm-hmm. you may understand that, you know, you'll understand this. When you go to uh, art shows, you know, uh, and there's somebody making macaroni necklaces, it's not the value, of, I'm being sarcastic, sure, course, sure, sure. but it's not the value of the actual product anymore. It's not the value of their time. It's mm-hmm. the value of them, their story, yeah. right? This person, right? This person did this and why they did it might be interesting mm-hmm. and um and so, so so like i said so like this somebody made this why'd they make it right? right and that might be interesting to somebody yeah you know um so i i would encourage you that if you do make something unique like this explain to somebody why this thing exists and you might find another person who goes you know i always wanted to do it too i'll just buy theirs <laughs> absolutely the story is so important yeah like, that's how you connect to people yeah. all right phil i have one last question uh-huh 
Where in Arizona is uh, this painting? What in, where in Arizona inspired the paint job on this? Well, this would be uh, southern Arizona because uh, sorrel cactus only grow in the entire planet Earth in southern Arizona. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know that these saguaro cactuses, the mm-hmm. um, they don't grow anywhere else, uh, period. And then these flowers are on cactuses as well. These ah. are, So this is all uh, southern Arizona. So basically Phoenix, Arizona, and then south. That kind of limits so the market. So as you go north of Phoenix, this stuff starts disappearing yeah. pretty fast. And here's the story that needs to be in this ad to raise the value of the guitar. But that also kind of limits the market for this <laughs> guitar. Like there's only a certain geography where you could exist and want this guitar. Lots of people love Southern Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it would be. This would be a excellent souvenir. You see this hanging in, a, in like a local shop, and you're like, I want to remember my trip. This is a souvenir I'm going to buy. Yeah, hang, hang it on my wall. You know, yeah, of course, I went. I, mean, I had this really great trip to Southern Arizona, and I want to have something to take home to remember it by. Here we go. This is perfect. Look, looking at this, what it reminds me of: these are the cactus, and that looks like a uh, Native American blanket. Oh, exactly. Oh, cool. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that's that's what I said. Maybe, right? You know what this art reminds me of? This is this art. I don't want to be mean, but I gotta do. It reminds me of like when you get an Airbnb in Arizona. This right. Would be the oh, art totally. on the wall. No, yeah, this is totally the Airbnb art. <laughs> yes. All right, let's uh, let's uh, judge really quick who won, and then we'll play the song, and then uh, we'll evacuate here so Phil can do his show. Okay. We're running a little bit longer than I thought we would. It's it's five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I know so what three. time it is. Steve, do you, have you seen clocks and what they say yeah, lately? Yeah, I, I own a watch. Okay. All right. Uh, so what do we think? Uh, Ben's not here. He can't vote. He wouldn't be allowed to anyways. We've got the PRS calendar. The modded pro lead to and the desert telly. Which one did you, we judge yeah. it based on? Which one we we enjoyed talking about the most? Oh, yeah. yeah. So not the actual product. No, no. Oh, good. It's like I was like, man, this is gonna suck. We're we're, we, we're rewarding <laughs> the audience for supplying us with ads that entertain us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Uh, do you know your answer, Steve? I'm real. Uh, I'm real torn between two, and one of them is not the PRS calendar. Really. Mm. Yeah. That only leaves one option then for both of them. You, that only leaves you two possible. I, that, I know which ones are going correct. in between. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I uh, think I think I'm going to commit to the pro lead. What do you say, Phil? I'm just thinking in my head if we all pick the different thing, that's I know. three totally different votes for three different we'll things. We'll have to flip well, a coin. Well, I mean, I, I think that for me, the calendar's out. I'm going, I, uh, well, I yeah. think, okay, I'm going to say. It was out for me, too. <laughs> I think, uh, I'm thinking I'm leaning desert telly. Uh, me, too. But that's because I zoned I'm out desert when you, I, okay, I, you guys, you I, guys. I appreciated the me. conversation that you and Ben had about Floyd's versus this versus that. Uh, but there's also like a reason why I was like, you know, it would be a lot funnier if I just found that Revenge of the Nerds clip. I don't think it was funny as you stuff. thought it was. I think people didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they did either. But that's it was that was entertaining to me. Uh, uh, so, so congratulations, Dave Santander. You just won a twenty-five dollar gift certificate. Thanks to Steve and Phil deciding your fate. Yes. So yep. Steve will be contacting you directly through the email address to find out if you want it for Dairy Queen. You want it for McDonald's, you want it for Sweetwater, you want it for Toman, wherever you happen to be, we can get you a div- digital gift certificate printed on heavy cardstock. We got a song to play. Uh, it was sent by Marjorie Klee. 
I don't, there's no text, but it says music submission, Memory Motel, uh, which I believe is the name of the artist, and the song is called Talking in Tongues. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I loved I, it. I figured out that this band is out of Vincennes, Indiana. So that was, and, and we are in Indiana. Perfect. There so you go. it's cool. 
That that was so good. I know this episode is going to get demonetized. <laughs> There's oh, no way they don't have copyright well, they, on that. They're yeah. running through DistroKid. Ah, right? yeah, yeah. So. so there we go. Enjoy your your fifteen dollars that this episode might have made us. You, you think <laughs> this is going to make fifteen dollars? No, probably four or five. <laughs> yeah, that was killer. Like, yeah, it like rode this really interesting line in between, like. Like '90s, kind of like tripping Daisy and like yeah. Buck Cherry. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Perfect way to end an episode. All right. Thanks for joining us, Phil. Thank thanks you. for joining us, Ben. We're bye, Ben. <laughs> and bye, everyone. Stay, Stay grounded. grounded. Thanks, Phil. You're welcome. Oh, 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 we went two minutes over your time. I'm so sorry. Yeah, go get yourself anyway. Now we have the room till when? Five. Oh, can we?